Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, just a brief note. Uh, there was some audio problems with this episode. Uh, file got corrupted, and while it was fixed, some audio problems were unable to be fixed. So throughout the episode, you may hear occasionally uh, some voices kind of jumbling together and a couple other things. But on a whole, the content was really good, so we didn't want to ditch it. Uh, with that warning in mind, here is uh, Kevin's episode on his love of Disney parks. Set your phasers to sexy. And welcome to a new special episode of True North Nerds. Uh, my name is Kevin, and I am here today with a roundtable of True North Nerds listeners who are also huge Disney Park fans, and we thought we'd get together this morning because we have nothing better to do as we're all isolated inside our houses and talk about our histories with the parks, what our last trip was like, and uh, what we're hoping happens when this whole uh, pandemic is over. So uh, I would like to introduce this morning in the order which I I see them in my Skype chat. First, uh, Rex. Rex and he's, we call him True North Nerd's biggest fan. He's been uh, with us almost since day one. Rex, introduce yourself. Say hello. Hello, everybody. And my good friends, Amanda and Philip Cook. I've known them for years and years. They are some of the biggest Disney fans that I know. Hi, hi, Cooks. Hi, guys. Hi there. Hey, hello. Good morning. And a voice that some of you may have heard on our podcast before if you've been listening for a while. This is Rachel Friend from the Five-ish Fangirls podcast. Good morning, Rachel. Good morning. Well, thanks, everybody, for getting up early on a Saturday morning. Uh, 10 o'clock is early these days. And, uh, <laughs> and joining me for this conversation. And so uh, I thought we'd start just by going around the circle and talking a little bit about our history with the parks. So, uh, Rex, when, when was your first trip to a Disney theme park? Uh, first trip was uh, 1986. Ooh. So, um, yeah, I was 14. And I think it was just epcot and the magic kingdom at the time nice what what was your like biggest memory of that trip what what do you take away from that trip um the <laughs> my addiction with small world began <laughs> that, that all trip. right all right yeah. i did not want to go on that i was a teenager uh wanted to hit the bigger rides the bigger shows the bigger attractions yeah my mom begged that we my brother and i would go on the ride so we caved and we immediately went right back on it uh, a couple more times uh, and ever ever since um i've only been once where the ride was uh closed um for their annual cleanup or whatever they do mm -hmm. and uh <laughs> when we got there i let out the big full-on darth vader no <laughs> i don't think it's really a trip to the magic kingdom unless you've ridden small world yeah. Yeah. Now, I'm a roller coaster junkie. So yes, for I when I go to Disney, something happens. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amanda and Phil, can you tell us about your first trips? 
All right. My first trip was in 1979 with my family. Uh, I was six. My brother was three. I don't know how much I remember from it or I remember the, seeing the photos of it. But I remember uh, like Main Street and the big bunch of balloons that you just want to hold and fly mm-hmm. away. Um, with my family, we went back a number of times. And through the 80s, we had these awful matching t-shirts that my parents (laughs) were also in theater so dad said director and mom said producer my brother's crew all in red and white Uh and uh on the back of my dad's it said glover productions but they they kind of spearheaded the whole matching t-shirts and you could find people in the crowd and it was bad it was bad but my dad (laughs) people he would run to the parks we would get there right at rope drop his our whole lives and he would make our dinner reservations the day of at the little kiosk. Oh, yeah, you had to do it that way back then. Yes. Um, but, yeah, so 79 the, was my trip. And the hardest to get was the gold horseshoe or the diamond horseshoe. Uh, yep, and then it's so neat to think about those things. It's like, did I really – was there really a show in there? I had this vague memory of, like, the Klondike skirts with yep. the girls – Kiki. I was like, yes, there was a show in there. Yeah. I did see that. I yeah, I missed remember that show. it to the edge of my memory. Yep. Um, so I, I think the likelihood is I'm the gray beard of the of the group. <laughs> um, despite the, yeah, despite, despite saying my gray beard, the beard to the country, um, I actually went uh, in 1975 mm-hmm. when it was only the Magic Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was fortunate enough. My mom took me on March break. Oh, uh, and, and I was 12 years old. And the park was empty. Yep. I've never, I, I've never, in subsequent trips, uh, I've been about, um, at this point, about 30 times. And in subsequent trips, I've never seen any park that completely, I mean, we walked in and did everything. Yeah. We, we had, uh, <clears throat> had tickets for three days, and they were literally the ticket books. Right, yeah. We got a, a, we got a, t- a new ticket book every day, and... Um, I distinctly remember that the very first time uh, uh, the Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse. Mm. You could see everywhere from up on top of that thing. Yeah. And once again, when there's not a when there's no queue for it, when there's nobody lined up behind you, I went up there and spent an hour, you know, just standing looking all over Florida. It was it was fascinating. Yeah, that's um, awesome. That's and, awesome. Yeah, and certainly, it's, you know, subsequent vacation, um, we've been to each and every park, and you know, I I always. There's some discussion all the time for me uh, between which is my favorite park, whether it's Epcot or if it's, or if it's the Magic Kingdom. Uh, but I think uh, at the end of the day, it's going to be Magic Kingdom. You know, it it it's the it was the first one. Yeah. And uh, it's just uh, yeah, I, I'm like Rex. I I lose when I get to the Magic Kingdom. I'm 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 a little boy again. Well, my philosophy yeah, on this, my awesome. favorite park is whatever one I happen to be in at the time. <laughs> yeah. <Yep. laughs> yep. Rachel, how you? When was your first trip? Uh, my first trip was Christmas time in 1986-ish. Um, I was about three. Um, my mom wanted to take me on my first trip while I was still free <laughs> to <laughs> yeah. get in. Um, but because of my young age, I don't remember a whole lot. Right. I remember vaguely that uh, that was a year, apparently, that Florida was having an, an unusual cold snap. Mm. So it was genuinely cold. Um, and then um, I don't have memories of it, but there's some of me being absolutely terrified of the walk around Winnie the Pooh. Uh, he was pretty frightening back then. <laughs> yeah. 
with that Opa. the arms that yeah. didn't really work and the honeypot on his head. He was a creepy yes. looking character. Yeah. Well, yeah. My first trip um, was actually February 1976. Uh, I was four years old and we had taken a road trip to Florida. And I remember we stayed at the Fort Wilderness campground. And uh, these are probably my earliest memories. I remember being scared out of my mind in the haunted mansion and only peeking through my fingers to see the hitchhiking ghosts. I remember running around that corner past um, the teacups from the, the, the sort of transition from Fantasyland into Tomorrowland and running so far ahead that I, um, I got lost from my parents and I was put on a leash trip. <laughs> I believe that. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know if I remember it or, oh, oh, the other weird, bizarre little memory I have was from the campground, actually. And it was a playground in the campground that had a slide where you climbed up inside a tree and there was a platform at the top of the tree. And um, uh, the slide was like an enclosed metal tube that sort of twisted around down the tree. And I thought I had made this up until on one of the obscure Disney web pages, I actually found a photograph of that exact slide, yeah. and it yeah. va- validated my memory, and I was so happy. So that was my Those first trip awesome. as a kid. Uh, and then in 93, I took it to my buddy Max, and uh, that's sort of where my adult love of the whole parks thing came from. So as we all know, at the moment, the parks are closed, which is unprecedented in the history of a Disney theme park. But uh, when, uh, when, was our la- when were our last trips down to the parks? Let's start with Rachel. When was your last time down there? Oh, my last last time I set foot in a Disney park would have been 2017. Oh, it's been a while. I didn't think it had been that long for you. Yeah, yeah. So that was the last time that Chauncey and I went. My husband and I went for. Uh, I think we arrived the very last day wrapped in the red beans. Oh yeah, <laughs> so we missed every almost everybody who was there. Um, and for those so. who don't know, RadP is um, it was a UNet news group, uh, and it's still an active internet forum today. And that's where Rachel and I met. Um, uh, RadP has annual meets every December, and uh, they've become some of my closest friends. And uh, so that's what RadP is. If, if you uh, want to look very it up. cool. Rec Art Disney Parks. Yes. So yeah. 2017, what was what would the big new attraction when you were there then? Oh, Avatar? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So Pandora would have been the, the big thing. And we had to get up um, our Animal Kingdom day and get there really, really early and join yeah. the throngs to get into into Pandora. And they, you know, we thankfully got fast passes for Flight of Passage. So we'd be lined for, you know, the, the Navi River ride to mm-hmm. ride it. So, but uh, yeah. Yeah, have it been the the big thing. They would still construct walls, and you could just barely see the the some of the the tall points for for Galaxy's Edge over yes. the construction wall. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, but Amanda and Phil, when was your last time? Were you there last summer? Summer yeah. before. Yeah. So we were down the eighteen and August twenty eighteen and July twenty nineteen, and so uh, the new thing for us was still Pandora. Uh, in the trips before, we hadn't ridden Flights of Passage, so. July 2019, we finally got our fast pass for Flights of Passage. Oh my gosh, that was amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's great. And uh, we still haven't been on Slinky Dog Dash because nope. we still can't. Still can't get on it. <laughs> and so we missed Galaxy's Edge. We haven't seen any of that yet. But it was just, in, I guess, in the process of like soft opening, right? So, right. Yeah. Um, I, admittedly, for me, thing on on our last summer was uh, we stayed 
at uh, Wilderness Lodge. Yeah, oh. yeah, two bedroom, uh, two bed box. Um, so uh, I'll do that again. Yeah, <laughs> nice. That was really fantastic. Yeah. <clears throat> and how about you, Rex? When was your last trip? You were to summer too, weren't you? We were, yes, last August. Um, it, we were actually supposed to go this year. Yeah. Uh, but then we got to talking and uh, one thing to another, and I said, that's it. We should be going this year, not next year. Um, part of the issue was that my son was going to be going off to school. So as we're talking about our big trip, he said, oh, that would, sounds like fun, too bad I can't go. And that put the brakes on everything. And we went, hold on. So a big, big scramble. And within 20 minutes, that was it. We're going last year instead of this year. Nice. And thank goodness for that. So um, the big thing for us, too, was also a flight of passage. Um, and uh, we were there days before Galaxy's opening. Oh. Um, but we were okay with that. We wanted them to, first of all, have all the bugs worked out. Second of all, have all the rides open. So, yeah, um, yeah. We, yeah we we were like a, a sad, but not terribly sad. Yeah. But it, it turned out to be one of our best trips. Every trip we go there is whatever trips there. So Yeah, I get that. Um, I understand that feeling. Well, I guess I... And my folks, um, they they discovered the, uh, the joys of rope drop. And we <laughs> rope dropped... Every single morning we were rope dropping something, so it was spectacular. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I guess I'm the lucky one here because, I, as you guys know, I was there just two months ago. It feels like years, but it's only been two months since I was down. And I got to experience Galaxy's Edge. And for years and years, Tower of Terror was my number one ride. But I got to give it to Rise of the Resistance. It's pretty amazing. Uh, and nice. we were there a week before Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway opened. They were doing openings for cast only, and I tried to get into the line, but they wouldn't let me. So I haven't seen that yet. That's the attraction that's opened. Well, that's opened and now since closed since the last time I was there. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I spent uh, six days at Disney and two at the other parks down the road. So awesome. <laughs> so uh, let's talk about experiences. What uh, Can you just have specific memories of specific experiences that – that, that have happened that, that sort of just cement your love for the Disney theme parks? Amanda? I got a... Oh, Rex, oh, go oh, ahead. Oh, if you've got something. What, what? Oh, sorry. I got one that jumps out right away every single time, and it, it wasn't in the parks. Yeah. Um, it was the first time we were staying on property. My daughter was six, and she was a huge, huge fan of Sleeping Beauty. So we, we got the Sleeping Beauty dress. We went to um, the concierge at... Uh, um, uh, Oh, um, the what resort were we at? We always stay at Pop Century, except for the one time, and we stayed at uh, All Star Movies. And uh, so when we brought the dress to the concierge and said, uh, "Can you guys sneak this in tonight so that when we come back and my daughter opens it, opens the door, she'll see the dress on the bed," and uh, they said, "Oh, we can do better than that." So nice. Um, we uh, we get back, we get my daughter to open the door six years old she opens the door and oh my gosh the place is filled with balloons the dress is on the bed there's a tiara and there's a card and she opens up the card and it says i'll see you tomorrow at breakfast and uh from sleeping beauty uh princess aurora and i was like oh my gosh and she was like so excited she's almost crying i was excited my son's like what's going on <laughs> and then i'm like uh hey, um, I, I'll be right back. I'm just going to go get some ice. And then I go down to the concierge and I said, what's this about breakfast? <laughs> so they said, don't worry about it. Be here at this time and it's all taken care of. And so the next day we had breakfast with Princess Aurora and it was uh, a Disney magic, really, right? So, yeah. Amazing. Do you have any th stories like that? Um, 
Um, one of our favorite was when we had Jeremy down at the parks when he was four. He's teeny teeny uh, at the Garden Grill. Mm-hmm. And we're taking pictures, of course. We didn't realize it was a character meal. I'd eaten there as a teenager just as a family style. It was great. And, and it was just be surprised that it was parents and the two of us and a four-year-old, which is a great age to bring somebody to Disney. And we were still using film cameras. And Jeremy was at the end. And he, Minnie asked him to kiss her on the nose. And I missed the picture because I was changing film or whatever. Yeah. And Minnie heard me and she said, get your camera. And, and she made him do the picture and she held him still. So I got this picture. <laughs> uh, and it was just lovely. And for years we'd talk about, is Minnie your girlfriend? And he would blush. And to this day still, he gets this little smile. So in 2018, we traveled with him and his girlfriend as, as an adult trip. And sure enough, one of the fast passes I had to get was, um, those fun playful things yeah. that you it, it's just wonderful you forget all the other troubles when you're there and you're you, you figure you're a normal person until you see a mouse waving at you and now you're all <laughs> Like I'm a, I'm a grown up. That's Tinkerbell. Yeah, yeah, no. and, and you can that playful, and I love it. I get it. it. It sounds like my my memory is probably from the same trip. As a matter of fact, uh, when Jeremy was four, and uh, if it, uh, Kevin, you know you know how big Jeremy is. I do. So this, Jeremy's a big boy now. <laughs> this there was a, a bit of a window where I could you know put him up on my shoulder. Uh, and to watch a parade or what have you. Yep. And we were watching, um, and I, I'm not even sure which nighttime fireworks they would have been at the Magic Kingdom at the time. But yeah, this same trip, and um, we were we almost always in front of the castle for the fireworks. But for whatever reason, uh, we were at the other uh, other end of Main Street USA, and I was with my mother-in-law, and we were, we found a position, and we were watching the fireworks. And I had Jeremy up on my shoulders, and I was standing there. And of course, I'm. Uh, I, anybody who knows me will tell, will tell you I'm a, I'm a suck. Uh, and I got tears running down my face. And I look at my mother-in-law. And she's standing there, and she's got tears running down her face as well. Uh, and it, you know, you know full well it's not. Oh, I'm. You know, you're sad. Yeah. If they're tears of joy, they are really tears of joy. I, yeah, that's the kind of thing. I happens to me frequently at Disney World. So that was. The, that was really something. Yeah. Now, Rachel, I'm sure you have a very special memory from Walt Disney World. Do you want to share something? Yeah. Something story? Um, are you mean not Oh, that was great. That was a great hit. <laughs> Let's tell that story. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so this was, what, Rad P... I have that ish I think. Because um, 20... 10 was our first anniversary that was the year it was super cold yep. so we had to clear where to stay yep. warm uh so i think this was a later year so yeah it was about 2011 ish and occupy, occupy wall yep. street was a thing oh so we had our our rad p group together and we about got on the jungle us. cruise and our, yeah so we took up the entire boat on the jungle cruise with just us and uh we absolutely threw the skipper for a loop by shouting back the puns singing indiana jones theme as we go through the cave um 
because the acoustics are nice. <laughs> and uh, we get to the point where we get back to the dock where we have to get off, and we refuse to get off the <laughs> off boats. <laughs> uh, but at that point, our skipper yes. had to get off. So we got a new skipper, and he was just as good a sport as the first skipper. <laughs> so they did make us get off after a round, but yeah. With, we, uh, that was they pulled up where people get on, and the, the skipper was like, Sorry, folks, <laughs> these folks just occupied the jungle cruise. There's no room for you. Sorry. <laughs> there is a YouTube video of that entire ride. If, uh, if you were, it was Charles oh, yeah. held it, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. We've got, we've got it. I, I could, I'll send you the link. You can post it. Yeah. Was, that was so funny. Just, and I don't think that first skipper had ever had all of people that were really <laughs> into the Jungle Cruise. Like, we laughed the jokes, yeah. called back everything, and she was so flustered. Never had that enthusiastic a response before from a group of people. It was so much fun. Yeah, oh, that was a great cool. one. It was hilarious. Yeah. I've got, I've got stories like that from pretty much every trip that we've we've ever been on yeah. where, you know, yes, as many times as we've been and as many times as, as we have, there's always at least one thing that happens some character encounter or a meal at a new place and being, you know, a new favorite or, you know, a new attraction or show or new fireworks or something. There's just always something with every trip, no matter how many times you go, that just is a standout memory. Yeah, so sure. have me, you, you know, give me a trip and I can be this I thing. Hear you, I hear you. So. so we were at Rad P Meet the same year as the Occupy Jungle Cruise happening, and we hit Magic Kingdom, and it was open until about 1 o'clock in the morning that, uh, that night. And on the way out, there were five of us, and we decided we need to have breakfast together tomorrow, so let's stop at Guest Relations and make a reservation. So the park was virtually empty at that point. Most of the people had left. And you know, if you've been to the Magic Kingdom, when you walk out and at the end of the night, there's a line that goes out door at Guest Relations. People just complaining and bitching about something minor that happened during the day. So we have a Guest Relations window outside the train station, the one that you see as you just pass the turnstile. Or you can even get to it before through the turnstiles. And, uh, there's this cast member in there who sees the five of us coming and she just has this look on her face like, oh no, what are these people <laughs> going to complain about? And we were like, you know, no, no, nothing's wrong. Everything's great. All we want is breakfast reservations tomorrow. Can you find us a restaurant that can accommodate five of us for breakfast tomorrow? And I'm not sure exactly what got said, but at the end of this interaction, we had her laughing so hard, she fell off her stool. <laughs> Because we were just here to have a good time. This is a fun place. We, we just, we're just here to have a good time. We don't want to make anybody's life miserable. And she was laughing off her stool. And at the end, she goes, we were going to eat at um, the Yacht Club. And um, she, she said, are you guys coming back to the Magic Kingdom tomorrow? And we were like, yeah, that was my And she's like, wait here a minute. And she goes and she gets us. Uh, we each got two complimentary fast passes for any attraction and coupons for free snacks the next day. All because awesome. we made her happy at the end of the day instead of ending her day with a miserable group of people. And I think, I, exactly. And I think many people, because they hear about what Disney does do for some people, they feel like they're entitled to uh, to things. And uh, God, it's got yeah, to cat members there. So let's do a round of favorite attractions. What are the must dos that you have to do? We know Rex loves a small world, but uh, there's got to be other things there that, that you love. What uh, what? What are your number one must do attractions when you're at the parks? Pirates. pirates. <laughs> Is it about yes. pirates? 
Pirate. I love, I love pirate. Yeah, yeah, the smell, the musty water smell, a big part of it. Uh, I don't know. I've never been, uh, as much as I'm Mickey and the, the Fab Five, um, I've never really been into the princesses. Right. Um, so, uh, but I, I, there's just something about pirates. It's the, the, it's the, the, the animatronics, the special effects, you know, um, you know, it's, it's just those attractions that I just, you know, I get on the boat, uh, even before I get on the boat, standing in line for the queue yeah. or there's no line. It's a lot from the entrance to, you know, the, to the dock to get on the, on the boats. Feel about the change um, you know, that the attraction over the years. I, yeah. I like it. I have no problem with it. You know, I like the, I remember pre, you know, the addition of, of Jack Sparrow and all that. And I like, I don't mind the, the additions of, uh, I have not seen it since they changed the auction, the brand to the, the new version, but I've seen pictures of it and, you know, I have no problem with it. So I, I look forward to, to writing it eventually and seeing, seeing the changes that they made since yeah. I was last there. But it, yeah, I just love Pirates on both Books. Exactly. There, there's there are just, but uh, it's good. How about you, Rex, what, what's your must do? I know it's Small World, but anything else? I uh, have to take pictures with the custodians. <laughs> um, I I sell their brooms and I started swinging and uh, I tell them that I would sell everything I own uh, and just move down there and, and sweep for the rest of my life for minimum wage. Uh, and they always look at me like yeah. I'm a little bit nuts. And, uh, and then they point out, you know, there's a roller coaster over there and there's fireworks over there and you want a picture with me sweeping and then yep every time so <laughs> give it the i think i set a new record this last trip um i got group pictures with a bunch of custodians all at once uh, i one custodian in particular was uh he I, I guess he was an exchange and his english wasn't the strongest and he was afraid like he, he didn't want to get in trouble he didn't want to get fired like he, i didn't know what so i said no no it's okay it's okay don't worry don't. and then he got on the two-way and I said, it's okay, <laughs> don't worry, I don't want you to be nervous. So we walked away, and then a good 10 minutes later, this guy comes running out of nowhere, and he goes, I asked my boss, it's okay, it's okay. <laughs> and, and he brings the broom, and we took pictures. So I tweeted out Disney, and, and, and they replied that they got the message, so hopefully they'll do something nice for him, because he, he just made our day. Like We couldn't That's believe awesome. that he went through the effort to track us down through them. And it was at Animal Kingdom, <laughs> so a small park to catch yeah, us yeah. in, right? <laughs> So that's my uh, my one of my must dos for sure. That's funny. That's awesome. <laughs> How about you guys, Amanda and Phil? What are your must dos? Um, Soren. Soren. Uh, for, for whatever nice. reason, um, I love the mechanic of the ride. Mm -hmm. I love that. I I completely forget there's that many people or other other people around you, mm -hmm. and that you've been you know lifted up and 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 kind of uh, placed in front of this screen. Yeah. Uh, and I, dear God, I, I wish it, I wish the ride was about a day long. This this whole you know this five or six minute thing uh, just just doesn't cover it. Um, that ride makes me I, cry. I cry every time I ride that. Yeah, it's, it's a combination of the music and the motion and the scent. I think. Yeah. Man. And it, I've I've also I've always found it really interesting. And of course, I mean it's just physics. But I mean, if you're farther out along um, along the the lines there as well, um, it's a totally different uh, feeling to the ride mechanic than if you're you know in the middle of uh, row B there. Right. Uh, you you know um, they're building it, uh, they're building a Soren type attraction down by the CN Tower near the Ripley's Aquarium. Oh, they are. Are they? Yeah, Ooh. yeah. Uh, flying over Canada, it's, oh, it's supposed to open this summer. 
So I've done yeah. that in Vancouver. Yeah, yeah, they're building one near the Ripley's Aquarium. So excellent. When when we're allowed to, let's all go and ride that together. Yeah, nice, nice. Cool. And uh, I, I, yeah, I also I got to go with pirates as well. And uh, I'll, I'll never forget my mother-in-law was absolutely losing her mind when there was all that noise about adding uh, uh, Jack Sparrow, and then she got it before the rest of us did, and she was absolutely thrilled because it it hadn't changed the ride. It, it had, in fact, enhanced it for her. She thought it was wonderful. So I, I love the fact that, you know, here's this little lady who's been going to Disney for years and was terrified they were going to change something she loved, and they, they added to it. So I thought that that's always impressed me. Awesome. Amanda? For me, um, I have to do two of the three of Pirates, Small World, or Mansion. Right. I give them the three because sometimes things are down, yep. but, like, you have to do those yep. ones. Um, for me, I always have to go see my Cinderella fountain, the, the, you know, the one with the crown on it. And I don't know why, I just love that fountain. And every year I get a picture in front of that fountain. Um, it's just my thing. I always tell these guys, if I go nuts, I nap and I run away and you can't find me, just probably that's where I've like run to when it's all too much is the fountain. But, uh, but I love, I love the mix of these things have always been the same country bears. It's, it's hokey and dumb, but I love it. And then then the new things, then the, the, where you push the envelope, the flights of passage is amazing. And it's this place that you get this nostalgia that's always changing. And I I just give a shout out to Kevin uh, briefly earlier this week, we were on a WhatsApp chat with a bunch of friends and I remember distinctly there was a, a year where Kevin turned to us and said, well, you guys, you know, you, know you can eat at the resorts, right? Uh, we were like, uh, no. no. Um, and it was this that same year that Kevin said, here's three things you got to try. And um, because of that, one of our, of course, one of our favorite uh, restaurants is Boma. Yeah. Thank, thank you, Kevin. Yeah. Thank you, Kevin, yeah. so much. Which is good. And then it's okay. Which is, which is as good. It's okay. And the other one, what was the other one? Oh, yeah. And, oh, no. And, uh, and Tarzan Rocks. Go see Tarzan Rocks. But that's the the fantastic thing about it. People always say, "Why do you go back? Why do you go back? Why do you go back?" They're constantly something yeah. new, or constantly, mm-hmm. or, or something you haven't, you yourself haven't tried. Yeah. And and when you go and try, and I keep spreadsheet. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then it's the heading up. And and now that's something new that's my one of my favorites. So you know, all I mean, I can I can hardly wait. Well, it's going to talk about it later. The Skyliners. I haven't oh, done them yet. I have to do the Skyliners. Oh, yeah. oh. Two is people mover. Let's go on the people, people mover people all mover. day. Yeah. Back in the uh, day, the Meets, Rad P5, a group of people did an all-day people mover um, uh, marathon. Like, no, no, nobody got off. They rode the, the people mover all day. I think I did about 20 groups. But uh, it was it was awesome. It was so much fun. Uh, I, my favorite ride, like I said, for years and years has been the Tower of Terror. I think it's the combination of amazing theming with that cool thrill. Um, and I'm not a Drop Tower fan. I, I don't love the ones that are like at Canada's Wonderland. But but there's something the one the Tower of Terror is just fun. Uh, it's being in that dark and um, usually I'm with somebody who shouts, "We're all gonna die." Uh, but uh, it's it's I don't know I just I love that ride I love it yep. so much and when they cloned it and they didn't make it the, an exact copy it lost something the California and the Paris versions are not the same attraction and now the California version is a totally different ride altogether so that's yeah. good because just don't take away my Florida Tower 
whenever you hit the humidity, because we always travel in the summer, yeah. so you're in the air condition, you're in the air condition, this is all good, this is good, and you hear that final ka-chunk, and you hit, have the heat, like, all dry. I would go on, but I just want to put it on record. I hate <laughs> that feeling, but... <laughs> I put that right off for years and years and years and finally gave in because everybody always me when I go, I'm the baby. I'm the big baby when we go to the edit. Um, but uh, so I said, all right, let's go on that one. And it's spectacular. It's so I, I don't yeah. know what I was putting off. Yeah. For years, here's, here's another uh, another shout out to Kevin. For years, we walked past uh, Splash, Splash Mountain. Mountain. And he, he said, you do realize there's a ride inside it's the like mountain. It's like 11 minutes. It's like, what? So, you know, once again, shout out to Kev. Going, um, guys, got to do that ride. Which is another good mom moment because we wrote it and then the next time mom was down with us and we're like, ooh, this is it. it's the little, the drops first. Um, and she hadn't written it at all. And it, she said our favorite quote, which we say every single time. So you come to the last time and you start to go up the big. You come around the corner, right? And goes, I don't think I like those vultures. Every time we're on the ride, we're like, I don't, I don't think, think I, I like, like those. Well, yeah. yeah, Splash Mountain's closed when I was down in February. They usually shut it down at that time of year for winter meetings, which is fine. I didn't really want it that way anyway. The one day we were it was yeah. freezing. It was really cold. So, yeah. Um, so let's talk about uh, what your plans are. Like, I'm sure this may have, uh, this whole situation we're in right now may have upended some people's plans, but when, when are we planning to go back next? Amanda, so are you? Yeah, we're, I guess we're not actually um, planning on being back until 2021 oh, okay. anyways. We're going to do the end of August 2021 and earlier summer 2022 with an annual right. pass again. Yeah. And, and the two trips together yeah. sort of thing. So. But Jeremy was supposed to be down this summer Yeah. in August, so he's got his uh, DVC booked. But Who knows, yeah. I, full, I fully anticipate it's going to be a completely different world when next we go anyways. Yeah, I think it might be. Rachel, did you have anything planned? Oh, actually, we, um, like I said, our last time we were at a Disney Park was in 2017. We did a Disney Cruise in 2018. So we always, we always try to do something Disney with a Disney connection every year for our anniversary, just because you know, that's kind of our thing. Um, and last year we went to the Big Marvel uh exhibit in uh philadelphia um so that kind of our thing last year was the big the big mall where they have all the costumes and props oh, cool. and stuff from the mcu um so this year hopefully when it opens up we've hoping oh. to go to marceline was our was gonna is our thing this year whenever the world reopens uh so yeah we weren't planning on on stepping foot on it and on disney property again till 21 at the earliest not 2022 uh mostly because we were letting disney especially Walt disney world with all the construction and everything and we were gonna let runaway star you know galaxy's edge finish out finish opening up and you know they're working on new resorts and all these other things so it's like they were going through a lot of growing yeah. pains at the moment especially getting ready for the big anniversary next year yeah. um so we were just gonna kind of let disney their thing and we would get our disney fix in other ways um so but yeah once once things open back up actually i think we may go to disneyland nice. again um uh, <coughs> avengers campus right? uh 
Exactly. <laughs> the Galaxy's Edge as well. So we can still experience that. But yeah, the, the, the Avengers Campus, because I'm a huge Marvel fan. Right. Uh, so yeah, the fact that Disneyland's got all the Marvel stuff is just asking for me to go and right. give them all of my money and give me all of the Marvel things, grabby hands. Well, keep doing. we are in Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy in Florida. That ride looks like it's going to be pretty awesome. Yes, yeah, but not the it's same not the as same. an Avengers campus. That's true. That is true. It's not an Avengers <laughs> campus. <laughs> and I said, and like you said, they they changed the Tower of Terror. There's an Asgardian of the Galaxy. Yeah. Well, and I, I haven't been there since that change. So, yeah. what do we got planned? Uh, I think it'll be two or three years. Um, well, probably uh, for Mark, my son, to be done mm-hmm. university, so that we can all do the family thing again. Um, but our our trips always start a good year out and we get a race board and we serpent yep. out the days of the week and what times we're going to be where we didn't do this the first time. And then when we returned, everybody said, that's the best way. You just, you just go with the flow and don't worry about the plan- planning. Oh. And then, yeah. And then oh. and the more people we spoke with, the more we, we missed like three quarters of the really awesome things that were available. Yeah. So, then uh, it was actually the next trip where my wife discovered the planning, and uh, back before you still had to do your fast passes uh, the day of, but um, she had these little pieces of paper that you would fold up, and it would have a little schedule on them with little check boxes. There was no app or anything, and uh, that was the coolest. And then when the app came out, total game changer. And now, yeah, we plan a good year. <laughs> so it's it's not just a, a trip. It's it's a whole. It's a whole year-long thing. Yeah. yeah. Because I haven't been staying on yeah. property recently. Um, you know, I'm at the third wheel for making Fast Pass reservations. So I check every day to see if the attractions that I want come up because a lot of the stuff gets taken up uh, at the 60-day mark when people who are staying on property can can use them. So that's part of my fun is checking every day. And I use the Touring Plans app, too, and I put in a list of all the attractions I want to do, and then it gives me a jewel and a... And a uh, an itinerary that says do this do this do this and you'll save so much time in line and i don't know if it does but it it say i tell people it's a step of staying what do, you, what do you want to do i don't know what do you want to do because if you know yeah. oh then it's good so um i'm yeah. hoping and i wouldn't say that go ahead sorry i wouldn't say that planning is more fun than being there but there are days that it's yeah, just it's, the, it's the anticipation, anticipation. Yeah. just as close because you're not too hot and your feet don't hurt and that lady's not <laughs> and oh the end of the night and you're tired and you gotta wait for the damn ferry boat again. like ferry boat <laughs> in the morning i love it it's one of my favorite things but oh, at the end of the night wait, waiting for the fourth ferry boat at the end of the oh, evening that's yeah. um yeah but didn't talk about it i mean we've got tears in our eyes sometimes when you just talk about that feeling when you walk into we're not even there yeah. but you can still feel those yeah. feelings and and to plan and to have an idea might change yep. things happen that's Absolutely. fine but just yeah. that, that the fun of talking about it we play time where are you eating today yeah it's like mm-hmm. christmas homecoming that's where we're going yeah. tonight yeah. you know well, down there a couple months ago um we spent one day at the Magic Kingdom, and I hadn't planned a second day, but I decided, and I love my friends, and I loved who I was traveling with, but I'm like, I just went by myself one day in the park. So I chose Magic Kingdom to go back to by myself because nobody else wanted to see the Hall of Presidents, and I wanted to do the Hall of freaking Presidents. So you can make decisions like that on the fly, but 
you know, it's good to have a plan. Uh, speaking of plans, I'm hoping on my birthday next year, which is my 50th, and it's Disney World's 50th anniversary. And I was hoping nice. everything would be open and it would be amazing. And I've invited tons of people. Uh, I'm not paying for anybody, but if you want to come, I'll be. I will be at Epcot June 29th, 2021. Uh, that's my plan. And uh, so hopefully things are somewhat back to normal by then, and we can we can plan that trip because I. Going to need it by then. <laughs> so I want to ask this question to people: What do you say to people when they say you're going to Disney World again? Like, what is it that you that you tell them? Like, makes it different? Say, can I just wonder? Rachel, what have you got for that? Uh, um, I don't know if I really have anybody uh, that doesn't get it. To be honest, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, um, I, I obviously I, I keep with the right people. Exactly. Um, yeah, uh, that's, a, that's a one way to fix it. You don't get negativity if you hang around with the right people. <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah, I just, I kind of equate it to, and I'm sure a lot of people do this too, it's like, you know, the people go golfing every year, go on a fishing trip, or go camping or something. It's like, you know, so everybody gets their joy among It's like, you know, I, I don't understand why people would go on a, you know, week-long fishing boating trip. But, you know, if it brings them happiness, good for them. So. Rex, what about you? You just don't get it. A uh, few. Uh, and it's always the same. Uh, yeah. We haven't seen it all yet. Uh, it's we've. I've been seven times, like seven trips, and each park um, multiple times uh, because we, we do extended trips now because we get only uh, every um, two, three, four years. Yep. So, um yeah, we haven't seen it all yet. There's always something that we discover that uh, different restaurants, different uh, attractions, different rides, different shows, and different um, vantage points. Um, we were waiting in line for some of the rides during the fireworks once uh, because we had seen the fireworks the night before. And so uh, it, they looked just as spectacular. And so now we try to find different viewpoints, just to get different perspectives. And, awesome. Yeah, so there's, yeah. See, you don't realize where some of those are being shot off until you're standing closer than you've ever been when they yeah, go off. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's awesome. <laughs> Phil, do you have people that just admit it that you, that you have a... Um, fortunately, right. it's never about, oh, how could you do that again? It, it, it's usually more, uh, so what's in it? Why keep going back? Yeah. Um, and I mean, I, so far followed the... Uh, I, I For everything that we've already mentioned, and... and in addition, I think it's the cost analysis kind of thing for yeah. me. Because we live here in Canada, um, we can't drive, you know, uh, two hours and be in another country other than the United States yeah. of America. If you live in the middle of Europe, you can drive for a few hours and be somewhere somewhere else, somewhere different. Uh, anytime here in Canada you want to get on board an airplane and go somewhere different, um, the amount of money you're spending is astronomical. Yeah. And for that same amount of money, we can go to Disney World or we can go visit um, friends in, in Florida and then go to Disney World yeah. or whatever and have and have what we know is going to be an outstanding vacation. Yeah. Um, and once again, they, they are, con- you know, they do constantly. Um, there's always a new, absolutely, Rex, there's always a new restaurant. There's yeah. all, and I did, you know, the, the whole last restaurant. And the phrase you yeah. used, a different, a different vantage point. Absolutely. there. All, all those things we've seen before, I've never seen it from here. And to see it, absolutely. Um, and, I mean, I've been over 30 times now. And uh, that's not enough. 
I'm more than willing to go another third. For me, too, I like... Um, for people who buy in grumpy, people are going to be grumpy no matter where you take them. But for people who buy in, it lets other people be silly. Yeah. Like, if you skip through the aisles of the grocery store, even a regular grocery store, certainly not a now grocery <laughs> store, but even a couple months ago, people are going to look at yep. you like you're... Uh, they always look at me like I'm weird. But you get there, and somehow you can be childlike, and it's not the same. I mean, I, I do theater. I teach kindergarten, so I have no problem wearing my mouse ears all the time and and uh, wearing them to the grocery store, which I have done. Um, but it frees up those who don't naturally skip through the grocery store. You can hold hands with your family on Main Street. You can be sillier. You can talk to people because it feels safe. Like, stay safe and use your common sense, but it just does, it feels like a different world. Yep. And there was a story, we were walking down um, out of whatever the main drag of Hollywood Studios is, just near the, uh, the curio shop. And we were following this girl and her two friends, and she was singing a lot. She was singing to West Side Story, and the guy, and she was singing fairly loud, and she was singing the Jet song. And the guys were like, stop it, stop it, stop it. And, of course, Phil's done West Side Story a couple times, and he just blares, pushes, literally, and starts singing whatever. Like It was the Jet song, so she was at a certain point in the lyrics. I just picked up where she stopped. <laughs> and, and that, was, that was her take on it. It was like, oh, somebody who gets it. And yeah. he, did, he pushed through them and did a little choreo and a little movement, and we just can never even look back. <laughs> She's like, see? See, you can sing. That's <laughs> you do that, chopper drug murder at the, you'll get taken away in the loony bin, you know? <laughs> That's fine. And then that way. You know, the people who say, oh, it's so expensive, it's so expensive, and then spend $300 to go to a hockey game, you know? <laughs> You know, yep. okay, I'm going to get 12 yep. hours of visual with my 150 It's going to last two hours. So, yep. you know, yep. there's a test analysis to it as well. Uh, and uh, Ed likes what they like, and I like to be at Disney World. So, Well, I think once again, Kev, Kev saying that the whole idea, uh, you know, oh, it's so expensive, it's so expensive. But, so you mean you wouldn't sit down at a, at a decent tr- Toronto restaurant and spend $100, $120 for a couple of yeah. you? Hells yeah. you would. And, and there's also the fact that you're not... You're not in a dis. You're not in a Disney restaurant. <laughs> yeah. uh, you can't get up when you're finishing. Go on a ride here in Toronto. You know you can't. Uh, it, it, for me, the, the expenditure. Um, I'd much rather drop that hundred and fifty dollars at a Disney restaurant. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, let's talk about that then quickly. Name your favorite Disney restaurants. Oh, Rachel. Oh, beer garden. garden. <laughs> hey! I eat my weight in sausages and uh, beer cheese <laughs> soup. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, breakfast at Ohana. Ooh, I had breakfast at Ohana. Oh, it is spectacular. Ah, oh, to try that. Yeah, lots of fun. Yeah, the characters come out. Um, had uh, had all the characters. And my my birthday one year. Grown up, grown up man, crying like a baby, <laughs> surrounded by Disney characters. Yeah, yeah it was spectacular. Yeah, absolutely. Amanda. Uh, one of the best experiences we ever had was at Yachtsman Steakhouse. Again, high class, beautiful things. And that's one of the other things I say to people when they're like, why do you go back? It's for kids. It is not. You can drop a ton of money, have incredible world class experiences, never see a mouse, never go on a ride, but you can do spas, you can do dining like you've never had, you can fish, you can horseback ride. It's just so incredible the experience 
experiences if you have the money to do them. I always say to people, you know, if you want a chocolate-dipped unicorn and you can pay for it, they will get you a chocolate-dipped unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and where else in the world can you do that? But, yeah, I'm going to go with the Austin Steakhouse for a short answer. Phil? You pun. Um, thank you, Kevin. I got to go with Boma. Every single time Every single time I go to Boma, um, the, um, this, the wait staff, the servers, uh, just the whole... The whole experience, the whole evening. We've never gone for breakfast or or anything else. Oh, breakfast but, is good there. Yeah, but every single time we've ever gone, it's been an amazing, just a, a wonderful experience. The very first time we ever went, we were walking up to the front doors of the Animal Kingdom Lodge, and a young lady turned to us and said, "Welcome home." And I think that was, um, it, it, yeah, it just yeah. She didn't know us from Adam. She didn't, but the whole the there was a warmth. Uh, and she may be an incredible actress, but she really seemed to mean it and care. And oh, that, that once again, they they do that better at Disney than anywhere else I've ever found. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I, I got to go with like the best meal I've ever had in Disney World was at Jico, which is the signature restaurant right beside Boma. Oh, my yeah. gosh. I can still taste that tomato butter sauce. It was amazing. <laughs> And we, yep. we were on the dining plan at that point, too. And so dessert was included. And they had parsnip creme brulee on the on the menu. And I wasn't going to order it because I'm like, oh, parsnip, I don't know. But my friend Julie, who I was with, said to me, if you don't order that, you're going to regret it for the rest of your life because you'll never know what it tasted like. And it was one of the best things I have ever put in my mouth. It was yep. like pumpkin pie spiced creme brulee but with parsnips it was oh it was so good so i i yeah. always recommend Jico. and uh for for quick meal i love the bakery in france uh, epcot i love that place so i think we're closing in on an hour here uh does anybody have should we just do a round of final thoughts maybe uh, last uh big uh, big idea and then maybe a summary of what we're talking about uh, rex do you want to go first um, so we discovered that, uh, like I was saying earlier, how every trip is, is different, uh, is completely different. Even if you've done the same ride, um, we always got the fast pass for Pan because I just checked on the app and even though they're closed, it's still a three hour wait. It's, uh, it's really crazy. <laughs> um, but, uh, when, uh, we went this last time, we rope dropped Peter Pan so that we could see the queue because yeah. I was always read that it spectacular queue i don't know if i'll ever want to skip that queue again really? because it is so interactive and so incredible so and we had like i said we had done the ride uh a good half a dozen or more possibly even a dozen times so um it was a completely new experience just by not skipping the queue yeah. so um yeah that's that's my take. Even if you've been before, you haven't been. <laughs> Rachel, you got any final thoughts or what you're looking forward to next time? Um, I just I'm looking forward to um, revisiting some some classic favorites and seeing what's new and hopefully meeting up with friends. We've got friends that are cast members. We yeah. got friends that live there um, in that area and um, that we have don't get to see unless we are in Florida. So, um, we're in California, actually. We've got friends out there, too. So, um, you know, and I'm really looking forward to a Dole Whip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh, the you've got recipe. The, you've got to try the lime Dole Whip. Oh my gosh. Ugh. The lime yeah. Dole Whip, you get it in Fantasyland now. It's called a Peter Pan. Full of, it's a lime yeah. Dole Whip with a little chocolate Tinkerbell on top. On a, Oh my gosh, that is like so, it's so much better than the pineapple. Yeah. <laughs> that being said, the Dole Whip recipe is available now, and we've done it. And awesome! It is the actual recipe. Oh my god! Yeah, they they always they have they have they get the machine here because I'm in Indiana. I'm not the Canadian of this group, um, but uh, usually every year there's a big Disney get together, a big indie Disney meet, and they bring in the the soft serve machine so that they can do Dole Whips. And uh, because they make it all, you know, you're surrounded by fellow Disney fans. It's like, it's it's a good approximation, but it's not quite the same stall as, you know, hanging out in uh, Adventureland, eating your Dole Whip or, in my case, Dole Whip float while watching people get spit on by the camels at the Aladdin Magic Harbor <laughs> ride. So. so to the cooks, what, do you have any final thoughts and what you're looking forward to next time? Final talk, and it goes back to like you always go back. It's just a place that you can get away from the real world. It's yeah. silly and it's fun. And people from the world and they're not it. I don't know. It's just everything. It's a dream. Yeah. It lets you step away from the reality that space is with what's on the world right now. All it is is nurturing and is helpful and is the, the respite we need from the stress. So I'm just looking forward to going back. Know that it, it'll be constant. Yeah. So Disney, when they get through those dark days, whether it's living and looking at pictures and watching the movies and, and having that my whole life, Disney has always been something that yeah. made me happy. So when the hard time, I always go back. So it's dark times right now, but we know how it'll be there. Yeah. The castle before us. And, uh, all right to see you, pal. Pretty <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I'm just sitting here talking about it. I've had I've seen my eyes a few times. Uh, it, 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 the sense memory thing, and, and here's one for you. I've, we've been we've been talking for an hour, and um, how Rex, because I know how Kev feels about the park, and I get get a sense of how Rachel feels about the park. But I I want to go with Rex. You know, <laughs> it's like this, this is a guy with a with a son who's about, to, who's about to finish university who gets it gets it bottom line. And, uh, you know, like, take pictures. I mean, that's outstanding. <laughs> and, 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 and for me, uh, it, for, for, for Disney lovers, it brings out the best in people. It really does. Uh, and, I, and, Kevin, you, you, you know who I'm, gonna, I'm, who I'm talking about. I remember I met a woman 20 years ago who was not a, a rides person, who was not a Disney fan, who wasn't interested. And she's now a DVC member. <laughs> and that's, you know, that's... People who get it when, when there's nothing like there's nothing like. That triggered a memory for me. I gotta tell you this: the last time we went, we were on Spaten, and just as we're starting to pull out, I looked at the lady in me and I said, "Is this Small World?" And she went, "No." And I went, and she went "Oh my gosh!" And my kids just lost it. They're laughing. They're like, "Dad, you guys are doing that to people." No, it is. And we went about 25, 30 of us in line for Splash Mountain, and the ride went down just as we were rounded the corner in the queue where you could see the platform and it was christmas time we also go in december so the whole group of us started singing christmas carols in the line we got you to see my splash mountain again a, a splash mountain story i've never nowhere else in my life 
in my entire life, in an airport, anywhere else where you've, where you've had to stand for three hours. And Splash Mountain went down, and they hadn't, but it was because of um, a storm, right? Electricity in the area, right? So they were emptying the queue. People were just, you can wait. We stood there for three hours and had just an incredible conversation with the people around us. Once again, I'm not doing that anywhere else <laughs> on the planet, for God's sake. Yeah. It is the world. It was, it was a great conversation. Just, yeah, sensational. It, nothing. No. Absolutely yeah. nothing. You're right. There's nothing like it. And uh, I think that's probably a good place this conversation. This is really fun. I'm so glad that you guys were uh, willing to come on and chat with me. And uh, uh, maybe we'll park by park. If you like this, by let us know, listener, if you like yeah. this. We can go park by park and talk about favorite stage park. It looks it's out Sounds like we'll have to stick with Lordy because that's where most of us are, are most familiar with. But uh, I've been to the <laughs> anyway, Thanks again. Thank you for the new and uh, we'll uh, talk to y'all soon. So, uh, well, soon is the main message. Set your phasers to sexy.